This is the Life School Podcast, episode number 123. And today, we're going to talk about how to give your missional community a kick in the pants. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and have an integrated faith in every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you about. I'm Heath Hollinsby. I'm here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Hey, Heath. Hey, ma'am. You are looking super tan, my friend. Did you just get back from the beach like a minute ago, or what? <laughs> I don't. Like, people Cut, keep cutting saying Cutting that I'm grass tan. every day. My you know, father-in-law years ago, like, literally he cut his grass like every other day, just because... He didn't like being around people. <laughs> so if anybody was around the house, he's like, I got to cut the grass. And he'd just be out there like, you just cut it. It's like down to the dirt, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, he's super tan. a wicked good tan, yeah. Super wicked good tan. <laughs> yeah, people are always like, you, you look so tan. What did you do? And I was like, I don't know. My inside. dad was that way and my daughter Kristen's that way. She goes outside, like get the mail a couple days in the spring, boom, tan all summer, <laughs> like done. Like, <laughs> hey, so we're talking, uh, this week is going to be fun because it's actually playing, we're right in the middle of this wedged kind of micro three-week thing on missional communities. And last week, we talked about a lifestyle of discipleship. And this week, we're continuing that with uh, how to restart or jumpstart your missional community or small group. Next week, we're talking about um, how to have kids. We'll talk about that here in a minute. How to have kids. (laughs) How to have kids active in your missional community. There you go. How to have a baby. (laughs) So a lot of small groups or missional communities might feel stuck in a rut, that they need some new life breathed into them. Uh, They're they're not always great. I've been in many that weren't. (laughs) And oftentimes, they just kind of get stuck and a, as a weekly meeting, and nothing really ever becomes super intentional about the lifestyle that that we were trying to engage in initially. Yeah. Um, and so you last week we were talking a little bit about your story, and uh, yeah, and how Tina and I and our friends first tried that same thing. We tried to start our quote missional community after hearing about it. <laughs> yeah. So if you missed that episode, but it failed. <laughs> <laughs> and we talked about. It. So if you missed that, go back, uh, pause this one, go back to one twenty two now because it's actually going to be really important as we continue on the next couple of weeks. Yeah. And then um, come back and yeah, pick, pick the story up, story up here. Yeah. yeah. Now, good news from that story though, and I'll tell you a little bit about it, a little bit more about it in a minute, is that the life that my family now lives mm-hmm. in community with others, and we have for years, is so rich and rewarding. Yeah, way different than what yeah, you... Yeah, it's just amazing. And, you know, and our kids are involved in it, and they're adults now. And I, I want to tell our listeners this, I do almost anything to help them have the same kind of everyday life experience of their Christian faith too. Okay. I really, I and mean, I want this for them and their spouse. You know, if you're listening, you're married. If you got kids, I want it for your kids because yeah. I'm telling you, like, there's some horrifying uh, statistics out there about kids raised in Christian homes and chucking their faith, right? You know? Sure. Um, I want it for your small group. I want it for your missional community. I want it for your whole church. I really do. And your neighborhood and others, yeah. right? I mean, so. It's an expounding gospel. Like, like, like gospel. yeah, go back and hear the beginning of the story. Like, it didn't start good. I'm going to tell you a little more of that today because it, it, it happened. And the way we get to live now, you know, and I, and I know, I know it's not always the case or rarely the case. And that's, that's awesome. Yeah. For people, and that's why today we want to look at ways to jumpstart, kickstart, or maybe even resurrect your missional community or small groups. Okay, so how would we go about resurrecting things, or even getting back on track, if currently we're not really digging the level of community engagement that we have in our small group or missional community, or maybe it just seems stale, or 
maybe we just suck at this. Like we're not maybe very just good. Suck at this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How would we resurrect things? What's a good start? <laughs> okay. Well, first off, don't beat yourself up. These these things happen to all of us, and even I've been in vibrant missional communities that, for one reason or another, they kind of fizzled. You know, hmm. key people moved away. Somebody got in a fight, and they wouldn't let the gospel get in there and sort that out relationally. Sure. You know, whatever. Right. So they can happen. Uh, our best intentions don't always uh, stay that intentional. Like the stuff of life can often derail. You know everything even our most sincere efforts can get derailed by you know sickness or like i'm telling you like for us last year when i got in a motorcycle accident yeah and i was you know recovering forever like yeah we tried to stay and keep everything going but like looking back it's like ooh, that was un you know it was unintentional yeah. kind of derailed certain things so i just want to say you know don't beat yourself up pick yourself up and remember that you're deeply loved by god and begin again it's okay every journey is like a series of a thousand small but in this case, intentional steps. It won't sure. happen accidentally. We're going to give you some tips today. So thing you want to get to, if your missional community is kind of sucking or stalled or you're just not stoked about it, the thing you want to get to or get back to are what I call predictable patterns. Okay. Okay. Those few key rhythms in your community life that everyone knows that you'll for sure be doing together at the same time and in the same manner each week. Okay. Now, And this goes beyond just a weekly meeting, but you know, I'm talking about getting into a rhythm of predictable patterns. Just think about like with your own family and kids. Sure. How many things do you do and you do them either daily or weekly? Some of them are necessary, yep. you know, like paying the bills or like, you know, doing the chores or, you know, making the bed or whatever. Uh, and some of them are just fun, but we do them every week, right? Yeah. So what are, what are the predictable patterns that you're getting to? So I want to suggest you go back to basics here and think up, in, and out. Okay. Okay. Um, this might not be brand new to people, right? But they might've heard this before. Stick with me. Sure. Jesus maintained balance and priority in his life by, I think, perfectly integrating these three relational dynamics up in and out. And like I said, you may have already heard this. It's kind of simple, but stick with me. I'm going to unpack it in a little bit of a different way. And then a little later, I'm going to lay a pretty cool resource on folks that'll really help them stimulate their thinking on this. So, Sweet. so First was, you know, up, time with his father. That was Jesus' upward relationship, okay? And, and then he spent time with those he was discipling and doing life with in close community. And those were his inward relationships, okay? Right? That's where his lifestyle apprenticeship happened. And then time with those outside of his close circle, those were his outward relationships, and you can pretty quickly, I'm not going to like do a Bible study here of all the passages of Jesus' life in the Gospels, but you can kind of see that, right? Time with dad, time with those in his community, and then time with those who are kind of leaning in, you know, listening and paying, kind of following him around, right? And I want to suggest to jumpstart or restart your, your community that you pick one new predictable pattern or rhythm and you begin to do that together in community in each of the categories. So pick one up. Yep. Right? Kind of activity. Like, okay. you're going to do it. Like, this is part of how we're going to connect to dad, connect to the gospel deeply, all that, right? One in rhythm that you're going to have, minimally, just, you know. But this is how you get started. You don't pick a hundred things. You pick one up, one in, and then one outward. And this is where a lot of people fall down. They don't pick the outward. They go like, all right, we're going to get back together. And we're going to start praying and studying the Bible. And I guess we're going to go ahead and have a meal. Sure. But we're going to do it all at the same night. No, these are different rhythms, by the way. Yeah. Hey, okay. you can't combine them all in one Don't night. try to, there again, don't try to have the clown car we've talked about before, you know, yeah. where one event, one vehicle is just packed with everything and you call it a family life. Nope. Yeah. Mm -mm. What I'm talking about here is picking an upward, inward, and outward predictable pattern. So what would you give us as a few suggestions for, 
each of these, the up, in, and out, and what that might look like for us. Yeah, okay. Uh, let me give you a few to get you started in each category. And then um, in a little bit, I'll, I'll give an address of how people can download my free up, in, out matrix. Okay. It'll give them a ton of other ideas, okay? Like it's, it's, it's too deep to go over in the podcast, but sure. it's free. They can get it, okay? So stay tuned. I'll tell you what. So here, here's some ideas for up, okay? And that's your rhythm of connecting deeper to God in the gospel. Uh, one, uh, you want to find something to grow in your gospel fluency together, like by going through like something like the gospel primer. Great. Some of you know what that is. Yeah, that's great. So if you don't, you can go to missiopublishing.com. Yeah, I wrote it, so it's a plug, but I mean, tell you, it's great. It like, really is great. It's yeah, a great if you book. want to connect deeper to the gospel and God's heart, go like set that and go like, that's our predictable pattern for at least eight weeks, okay? And that'll help connect you deeply with God's heart in every area of life. Here's another idea. Spend time together listening to God. Not mm-hmm. asking him to do a bunch of stuff for you, but actually listening for his voice. We've yeah. done this in community. It's like, hey, tonight... We're not going to, you know, God knows our needs, so we could tell him, but he already knows him. Today, we're going to listen to see what he wants to say. Yeah. Like, what if you start doing that in rhythm? Hmm. Like, predictably. We do it. That's what we do every week, you know? Um, here's another one. Read and discuss one narrative from Scripture together and then ask, what did we learn about God? What might he be trying to say to us in his story? And then what are we going to do about that this week? Hmm. Now, that's simple, and I, I bet other people have heard of that, but if that was a predictable pattern, so you get together, you read a narrative. Yep a narrative key, okay? And then ask, what do we learn about God, like his character? Yeah. What might he be saying to us as a family here, this community? And then what are we going to do about it this week? And the beautiful thing is it actually ties in really well with what we talked about last week of this is not just getting together and reading Ephesians together and trying to find... This is actually us fleshing out, That's right. seeing what God looks Remember, like. Remember, these are basic steps to recharge or restart a community. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not blowing anybody's mind here, but if but if your thing is fizzled and it's just kind of become, you know, a dud or it's just flat, yeah. I'm telling you, these, these, these things work. Pick, I'm, not, I'm not saying do all three of these. You could, but pick one yeah. and make it a predictable pattern. Okay. okay. What about the in? Okay, good. In, in rhythm is that living more like a family in your missional community. So think family rhythms. Okay. Like what do you do with your family, right? So um, here's here's a suggestion. Go through the story of God or the story-formed way together. Okay. People can go to my website at caesarkalinowski.com and go to resources, all kinds of story training stuff there, okay? Take time to really get to know each other's stories and then look for unbelief, you know, in the gospel. And, and, and when people tell their stories, look where the un- hidden unbelief is. Sure. Okay, so imagine if you said, you know what, every week when we get together, um, we're going to have a meal, and we're going to, that's another one of the suggestions, and um, one of us is going to tell their story. Hmm. Like, so simple, but so many people, I go, like, when's, like, do you know everybody's story? Like, no, he's not, he's from Chicago, they're really nice, he works over here. It's like, yeah. those are facts, that's not a story. That's not their story, Okay, yeah. so here's another one. Um, predictable pattern in community, right? Share the Lord's Supper or communion as a community together. Hmm. Like, maybe you add that as your first rhythm. Like, we're going to start doing that. That's cool. And you get to speak truth and love. I'm not, you know, like, don't go out and try, how do I find the little plastic cup and the wafer thing? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. like do it. Like, really do it and speak truth and love to each other in that. Yeah. Here's another suggestion. Um, have family dinner night as a community. No big agenda other than to be, just to be together. Yeah. So don't say, well, we have to jam in this, we have to jam in that. It's like, let it go. Like, maybe a prayer request comes up, or maybe something does, but like, Maybe that's the in rhythm you need. Like you've been, we just been kind of being a small group and we'd study the Bible together, but it's kind of flat. And no one comes hardly every other time. Start having a meal together. Maybe that's your family dinner night and call it that. Yeah. Okay? I don't know. That's pretty fun. We actually do uh, something kind of similar. It's 
Tuesday night at Papa Murphy's, you get large pizzas for 10 bucks. And it's fun because <laughs> everyone brings a pizza that needs to be cooked. So you, ah. so you actually have 30 minutes waiting around as food's being prepared. It's not this that's, agenda jump into a meal that's but it's and that's like super easy too super right? no cheap one, no one has to feel like i don't know how to cook uh, yeah he's way better than i am at this <laughs> yeah so there you go papa All murphy's right. on tuesdays great okay now the out okay so that's the out rhythm is building relationships with those that are outside of your missional community right outside of your immediate oikos family there right yeah so here's here's a suggestion regularly frequent the same few restaurants or pubs or cafes and parks so as to build familiarity and new relationships like pick a day or a night of the week and do it in a predictable pattern. Huh. I was in Mitchell community um, a few years back in part of Tacoma. And we literally, we said, okay, this one night of the week, we are going to eat or have, you know, beer or whatever at one of these three places. That's it. We're just going to pick three and we're going to frequent them. And then we're going to go the same night because it's the same staff then. Yeah, and a lot of people, that's their night off. Yep. So it's a predictable pattern. You get to know everybody this way. And here's a little side tip, a little bonus tip I'm going to throw in there. Be nice. Ask good questions. Right? Yep. Be a good listener. Tip like crazy yeah. and buy around once in a while. And you'll know everybody in there and they'll love you and they'll hope you're coming back every Wednesday or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Intentionally work on memorizing the names of your servers so it's not like, I forget your name all the time. I, I put it in my phone because yeah, I suck. Me yeah, too. I just put it in my yeah. phone. They're like, man, you got a good memory. I'm like, in my phone I do. Yeah. Yeah. I stock that stuff up and I go, hey, last you know, two weeks ago you had mentioned like something's going on with your dad. What happened there? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So simple. So predictable pattern, right? Regularly frequent the same few places. Here's another, here's another out suggestion. Um, regularly serve needs as a community out in your neighborhood or city. Like a, okay. maybe adopt a park or lo- local school grounds or whatever, but like don't make it like hours away. Like try to do it locally sure. because let's see, relationally then those those relationships are going to be locally connected to that stuff, right? Yeah. And here's here's another suggestion for out. Host an, in, even though it's at your house, <laughs> host an open table each night where anyone and everyone's invited to a meal. No big agenda. doesn't have to be fancy food. I love the pizza idea. Um, but just build relationships and trust. Yeah. And the reason that's an out thing, even though you might be doing it with your mission community, they might not all make it. Yeah. So that's the thing about some of these, like in like family life. You don't, we're not taking attendance. Sure. But if you go like, you know, every Thursday we host an open table and the neighborhood knows it. Yeah. And people kind of roll in and roll out. It's kind of getting bigger and growing. And trust me, I know we've done this. <laughs> sure. Um, that would be a great out rhythm. Like yeah. just, you know, you, and Tina, I'll do that. We'll say like, you know what, what, what night of the week fits our schedule the best, like in the next season of life. And yeah. then, you know what, guess what? Come winter, we might have to change it and tell the neighborhood, you know what? Thursday is now Saturday morning for breakfast, you know, just yeah. cause we got something going on and it's okay. See, but it's still, you make it a predictable pattern. So remember you're looking to start doing these things in predictable patterns, not one-offs. And, and you may notice something here. You can't do even these three simple rhythms all on one night of the week. Yeah, that's good. Right? A missional community is a family, and you can never do healthy, meaningful family life together for just a couple hours one night per week and try to jam it all in. So don't try to. Just kind of die to that. Pick one up, one in, one out rhythm. They're probably going to have to happen on different times of the week. That's great. Not everybody might make them, but if you do them predictably, people start to go, oh, I know. You know what's going on right now? We're, We're doing that, you know? Yeah, drive by. Yep. Drive-by drinks, you know, in the neighborhood. <laughs> Our uh, neighborhood has. That's they, what I was gonna. Yeah, they I was call gonna say. It driveway happy hour. Yeah. What's the concept? It's such a. You just. You said it's, it to me it's last. It's called week. driveway happy hour, which we. You know, we've always done happy hours, like when we move to new places. Like, sure. Right. We get here, they're already doing it. They beat us to the punch. <laughs> so we go on our neighborhood Facebook page, and you just go, "Hey, this Friday or whatever Wednesday, driveway happy hour," and then 
I don't know why they do it in the driveway, but you know, and then people have those little white pop-up tents or something. I think somebody yeah. neighborhood has one. Everybody just borrows it, you know? Yeah. And then they set up a table and drinks and all their lawn chairs. People walk up with lawn chairs and it's just, it's nuts. It's easy. Yeah, some guys just, you know, has to get home. So he swings by and grabs a drink and yeah, heads home, but it's exactly. building that community. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's nothing. <laughs> it's so fun, man. So this is stuff that is like, if you actually gave some intentionality, it's not rocket scientist or holy cow. No, I'm not blowing anybody's mind here with like, who thought of these things? Yeah, no, just simple ways to get started. And if you will, stick with them over time. These new rhythms and relationships begin to form and you find yourself in a whole new season and you're actually growing deeper with people than yeah. you've ever done before. Remember, this is a restart thing. Yeah. This, might, this is not a bad way to start. <laughs> yeah. But it's, but it's a killer restart as well. Absolutely. So you said... Uh, that you would tell us a bit more about your story and kind of pick up where things left off in our last episode. Will you, will you tell us more? Yeah, it wasn't episode 122 there. I didn't, it didn't leave off well. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it's a cliffhanger. We tried and it failed. Yay, okay. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I'm going to go back a little bit, okay? When, okay? when Tina and I were young parents, we, like, like I said, like a lot of Christians, we pretty much lived a Sunday-to-Sunday experience of our faith, hmm. okay? And it was great. We loved our church, and, and I'm not saying we didn't learn stuff, and Great. But the problem was that over time, kind of, and as life got busier and more kids and sure. work, because we always ran our own businesses and was, you know, there's always yep. more to do. And I um, started feeling like being a Christian was primarily about sin management and behavioral modification. Hmm. And it wasn't drawing us closer to God. In fact, it was causing doubts and a feeling of uncertainty about who God was. Not, not like we didn't believe in him, you know, but like, what does he really want from our lives? Is yeah. it just this Sunday attendance and I sure. guess I'm waiting for heaven? I mean, you know, no, right? And, yeah. and, and our Christian faith outside the church building was pretty much just left up to Tina and I to figure out on our own. So we, you know, we take a bit of this sermon and a piece from that book and maybe we go to a seminar or something at another sure. church or a weekend thing. And we just kind of had to try to bolt it all together. And I'll be honest with you, we were starting to drown. Hmm. And because of this, you know, feeling that way, it was start, it was getting harder and harder to want to invite our friends into this Christian life. Right. Because like, what am I going to tell them? Like, it's kind of, you know, kind of sucks. I don't know. We go, you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, we're not sure what we're doing, but we like church. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, later, like, I don't, you know, and, and it was getting harder for me to insist on my own family, go to church every weekend. Right. Sure. And I found it harder and harder to share my faith and engage in any kind of meaningful spiritual conversations. Mm. And so I, I just didn't very much. Wow. Right. And guess what? Some of that was even like, I'm a pastor <laughs> yeah. uh, at, some, at one point, you know? And, um, and that's when we started that first missional community group experiment that I told you about in the last episode. Yeah. We were just feeling like we have to, right? Yep. But darn it, if that didn't work either. <laughs> <laughs> but by his grace, God ended up leading Tina and I into an experience of being the church okay. instead of just going to church. And, and we joined a group of friends that started to like read through the gospels. And like with new eyes and study the book of Acts. And we decided that we believed that we really get to live that way too. Wow. Like really, it's, I mean, it's not as simple and corny that sounds as we start going like, look how they live in the book of Acts. Look how Jesus hung out all the time. And they, we like, can do that. Yeah. And, and you know, actually that group of friends grew into what became Soma communities. Hmm. Right. And we were in each other's lives daily and we loved it. Wow. Like it wasn't too much. You know what I mean? Sure. Like we just, and guess what? God like reprioritized our hearts because we wanted this lifestyle. We wanted it. We yeah. didn't, we didn't, we weren't happy. Like I said, we were drowning with the Sunday to Sunday, work real hard, Sunday, work real hard, you know? Sure. And, you know, we were in each other's lives. We shared life on life experience of our faith. Um, the truth was spoken in love and the gospel started touching every part of life. Not just like, I'm glad I'm going to heaven, you know? Yeah. And, and we had each other's backs. Like big time. That's cool. And we used to say like, hey, we either all make it or we're all going to, you know, fail like financially or something like that. Like so-and-so lost his job. Doesn't matter. We all make it or none of us make it. Right. Yep. 
You know, and it turns out that what Jesus promised us was true and it was available to us too, not just those Bible people Mm. on earth as it is in heaven. Remember he said that, right? And what we developed along the way, and I kind of, you know, I tipped my hand to this last week was a unique combination of, of like innovative ideas and teaching and heart transformation and like sort of immersive life on life experiences that created what I now recognize was an integrated lifestyle apprenticeship. And that's how we started to live, but it's also how we started to pass it on. Wow. We didn't say like, wow, we're living this way. Go read this. It was sure. like, it became integrated, like them in our life, us in theirs. So even if they were not yet believers, we began to integrate them into a lifestyle of discipleship, walk in the ways of Jesus, right? Yep. So they become set free. That's what Jesus said. And that was pretty rare. But like I said, that's what Jesus did with his disciples. And guess what? It works. Hmm. Now, it doesn't work if you don't give time to it, and it doesn't work if your priorities are still everything else. You won't fit this in because it's lifestyle. Sure. It's not just sermons or classroom teaching, but it's learning together with other mature disciples that have mastered a lifestyle of discipleship and mission. And hearts are changed, and that's key, Right. (laughs) not just behavior and activity. So we kind of discovered a new language eventually. You know, you probably even hear that on the podcast. Yeah. And we talk about things with a little bit different, you know, words and language and, and how to live an integrated life where it all kind of fit like yep. naturally. So we didn't, we're kind of putting on, hey, it's time to witness that guy, you know, or yeah. it's time to do disciple. Are we doing discipleship now? It was kind of all integrated. And there was daily, weekly encouragement, you know, from each other. It was just, like I said, it was life on life. And, and, and some of the more seasoned saints, they were open up the lid to their marriages to us and their budget like they'd show their budget and they'd tell us about their parenting fails and what went well and we'd ask their kids and they got to see ours you know it was like real life happening yeah i mean you kneel down next to a guy when he's putting his son to bed and he's praying with him and he's having to bring up a kind of a weird thing of the day but it's all grace yeah and then he like kisses him good night i love you buddy and so does jesus and they pray together it's like who shows you that stuff right that's that's you know that's what i'm talking about and and so you know you know what else was crazy we discovered that this lifestyle uh, was actually really not only awesome for us Christians, but it was really attractive to our not yet believing friends. Sure. Like it really was. Yeah. And it was, and there again, maybe that's part of why we adopted some new language along the way. We tried to like de Christianityize, churchify the wording, you know? Yeah. But it turns out good news is actually good news. <laughs> yeah. Right? Sometimes it's in jeans and sneakers over a beer, right? But yep. it's still good news if it's good news. But like I said earlier, this type of a lifestyle apprenticeship is pretty rare. And it's not like, it's not like Tina and I could just have everybody come and stay at our house for a while and actually see this and taste it and experience all of it. Sure. Could we? Yeah. Well, actually, you know what? I think we figured out a way to, right? So I'm kind of teasing a little bit. Um, there's, there, we've come up with a way to do this, okay. but it's only for like visionary practitioners and pioneers. Hmm. Okay. Um, it's for those who truly want to live as sons and daughters of a king. This is for the few people that know that they're called to rise above status quo, kind of yeah. week to week stuff. Okay. So, um, it's a really rare opportunity and it's, we call it launch. It's, it's a, it's a unique integrated lifestyle apprenticeship and it takes place with just a handful of folks in our home. Um, and we, we, we do like week long, week long weekends together, deep, deep dive, like six months apart. And then we yeah. get in, we have live video calls and all this stuff and they have access to me 24 seven in email. And like, so we only do this for like 30 people. So cool per, per time. And so if, if folks want to go, if like anybody's interest, like I said, this is not for the meek. <laughs> this yeah. is for people like, you know, what, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a difference here. Yeah. I'm going to maybe, you know, we're going to take a little, you know, a little less of a vacation and we're going to invest in this kind of stuff. You yeah. know, it's going to eternal ramifications. Right. So then go to one, two, three, life forward slash episode one twenty three. 
that's the show notes for this episode. Yeah. 123lifeschool.com episode 123 and I'll have a link there and, and it'll give you all the information it's too much to explain it but but it you know people have asked for years man can we just come live with you guys in your neighborhood for a while it's like kind of yeah like kind of through this mechanism this this apprenticeship you can yeah well you know and with uh and you guys are coming yeah me and, me and Kathleen will be there I know loving it and it's really cool because there's a lot of church conferences that we have you know you have the budget and you're like hey we're gonna go to this conference in Atlanta and it's two days long and it's like eh, it didn't really do much for me like, Still drop ten grand with flights and hotels and meals yeah, for the yeah. for the staff team. Yeah, and here you actually have the opportunity with thirty people that are like minded, that you can actually build that community of hey, we're struggling with this, and we're in forums together talking about it and being able to shoot and, you emails. Yeah. And it just makes so much sense, and, and you get to come like to the I Northwest, said, and it's live, and and you get to come and see our our beautiful gig harbor. <laughs> it's amazing. Anyway, I hope I hope some of our listeners will come and become part of the family with us. That'd be so awesome. That'd be cool. I really want this for them. Okay, so we gotta we gotta wrap things up, but we always do the big three which is the three things that we want people to uh, know and believe that they can actually use to get started on immediately uh, in light of today's conversation. Uh, And you can get this week's free download of The Big Three by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 123. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 123. Uh, And what we're going to do this week is also include that free up in and out matrix that Caesar mentioned earlier. We'll give you tons of ideas on how to get jump started or I'll restarted. throw the link for that launch yep. apprenticeship here at the house you know I'll yep. throw that in there as well yeah just go okay, here's the big, get a lot. Here's what are the big, big things I want you to take away from the talk today um, okay number one know that this life and community is a journey and that the lifestyle we're talking about here is the goal that's the destination so begin where you're at or begin again if you have to this is the life that God created you to live hmm. so like just a week to week experience of your faith is not what Jesus came and died to give you yeah. Okay. So know that. Okay. Second, believe that God wants you to have this type of an intentional lifestyle. Jesus lived the best possible life any human ever lived. And then he taught his disciples to live this way. And he sent them out to do the same thing. And now he invites us into that same lifestyle. How fun. Right? Like we get to. And, yeah. and like Jesus, I mean, he had the best life, right? So, <laughs> and number three, unless you're a pretty rare Christian, like probably less than 1% that I've met, you probably don't have the tools and skills to naturally make disciples and help people come to the Lord and experience true Christian community in everyday life. Yeah. It's just not being taught at most churches. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not trying to, you know, poke anybody. That's not your fault. Um, but it doesn't have to stay that way. Find and engage in a true integrated apprenticeship with those that have gone before you. Yeah. Okay. So like I said, you come and join us. I would love it. I'd be honored to have you in a home sure. and spend, you know, it's a journey. It's a long, it's a journey for months yeah. uh, to, together. I mean, not living here for months, but you know, um, <laughs> but, we'll kick you out. but there's other things too. So like, don't just stay where you're at. Like believe yeah. that God has this life for you and you know, don't just keep hoping for that miracle, you know, just yeah. get after it. Right. You know, it's one of those things I just feel the spirit saying like, it's that it's the the apprenticeship is the multiplication versus the addition, right? If the end means of our discipleship is that we know more scripture and it ends with us, we failed. Yeah. It has to continue on. So how are we teaching like not how are we becoming disciples, but how are we also, while we're becoming disciples, living in community with others, and that it's expounding and multiplying to even other people becoming yeah. disciples. By the way, the brilliance of Jesus, like go make disciples was, you want to become like Jesus, go make some disciples. Yeah. Because your whole heart's going to get sanded on and, you know, it's just yeah, crazy, it's right? Cool. It's the only way. Yeah. It's the only way. We have to end because time is up, but you go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 123. You're going to get the link to the cool launch apprenticeship 
uh, with the big three, and you're also going to get the up, in, and out matrix. Yeah. We're just giving a ton of stuff away. We're like Oprah today. <laughs> and yeah. you get a free car. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. yeah. Um, hey, and folks don't want to miss uh, the next episode, number yeah. 124, because we're going to be kind of continuing in this little mini three series, and we're going to talk about what to do with your kids yep. in a missional community lifestyle, right? We'll give you a ton of great ideas, and I'm going to push your thinking a little bit on this, too. Yeah, we hope you join us for that. Um, also, Facebook, if you go to the search bar, type in Life School Podcast. There's a growing community of people. They're actually engaging every week on the when a new podcast But we out. need you. Yeah, we need you. It's not like there's a million comments. We're, we're, we're getting there, but uh, yeah. yeah, it's it's, but it's fun and it's pretty deep, so I'm digging it. Yeah, I'm encouraged yeah. reading some of the posts and hearing some of the stories, and yeah. it's beautiful. Pretty groovy. Thanks for joining us today. For more information, visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast.